Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating, Greg, your first mate, that's me along with Barry the Boater, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew. We are here to navigate the latest boating news and information, and remind you, tis the season to give the gift of boating. Don't forget, it's always the right color, right size, uh, and it'll keep on giving uh, for years to come, whether it's a, you know, a ride on your own personal vessel or maybe it's a boating course or something like that. But sometimes, you know, we just have to throw that out there at this time of year because people kind of go, oh, I should have got them a boating thing. You know, even if they're not a boater. Barry, you're with me on that, right? Oh, yeah. A cross member for a trailer would help, too. Okay. Uh, Barry's already putting out his own personal list for uh, people to oblige him with, I guess. All right. So, yeah, it is the season to look out for yourself some, too, I guess. So, uh, yeah, make the best of it. All right. Now, a lot of stuff in the news. Uh, cruise, uh, cruising things going on big time. Uh, coming up a little bit later on, we are going to talk about the boat of the year or several finalists for boat of the year. Also, uh, some cool boating gifts that you might want to get the boater on your list. You know, I, I don't know if uh, what it was a cross trailer thing. Cross. For- we we talked about it All earlier that. this summer. How you still I haven't to... got that for yourself yet? You're, you're waiting no, for I some haven't... slub to well, buy this for you for the holidays? Come on, Barry. No, do, no, do, do it. Barry, <laughs> is cur- Barry currently is, because he couldn't get one, he's actually in the middle of constructing a forge yeah. um, in his backyard, <laughs> uh, mine, mining the ore, and he is going to totally man this thing up. He is going to show these trailer manufacturers how it's done. He's doing it from literally from the ground up. Okay, so a little bit later on, the worst boating gifts you you can get for the boater on your list. Uh, It's what it sounds like to me as opposed to the best. But hopefully that that thing Barry's talking about isn't going to make it. All right, but let's get to the story that's on, you know, everybody's mind. There's there's been a couple cruise ship stories uh, happen. Some lady was evidently killed by a rogue wave. That was Antarctica or something on a cruise ship, and it busted through the windows. That was kind of freaky, and Alaska. Uh, but you're you're close. Okay. Not. Well, whatever. One of the poles. Uh, I don't know if it was the north one, but uh, whatever. She uh, didn't do too well. And then this other guy falls off a boat uh, earlier in the week. Spends twenty uh, twenty hours at sea and survives. Wow. And I'm yeah. like, that is nuts. And you know, he was interviewed this week. You might have seen the interviews, and and you know whether he fell off because he was drunk. Who knows. Uh, he says he wasn't, but uh, but it's a kind of a crazy story. Not just the fact that he fell off a cruise ship, but that he survived twenty hours at sea. I mean, uh, and it made me think, like, gosh, you know, what if this happened to you? I mean, we, you, we're always talking about you know boaters wearing their PFDs. You're on your personal watercraft, you know, like Barry or something, and and you know that's one of the reasons you wear these. But you know, if you're on a passenger vessel and you're not required to you wear look one, really. 
dorky yeah, on well, a yeah, cruise yeah. ship. Well, exactly. Walking I wouldn't, around with a PFD. That would not be fashionably uh, <laughs> accepted on a cruise ship. But how do you do this? How do you survive at sea for 20 hours? This guy is so lucky to be alive, and he'd be the first one to admit it. And that's basically what he said you know, on his interviews. Patrick, what do you think? Well, this is one of those rare instances where we're doing a story that Greg actually has more experience and knowledge than the rest of us. And that's because it involves a cruise ship. And so, being in the water? I mean, because I'm a scuba no, diver? No, just because it or? involves a cruise ship. So I, ha- I have a cruise ship because you've spent, arguably, you've spent more time than any of us on a cruise ship. My time being zero. Okay. Um, is it possible? Uh, listen to what I'm, the question I'm asking. Yeah. Is it actually possible to fall off a cruise ship that's the question, because I don't think it's possible for you to fall off without you intentionally doing something to the point where you have overcome the safety barriers that they put in place and you have made a decision, conscious or not, to Geronimo! No, is it possible? Yes, absolutely. Is It's possible. It's possible to fall off any kind of vessel. I mean, is it likely? No. But could you trip and and fall over the side of a cruise ship? Absolutely, Patrick. It's, Holy crap, man! Those things are floating death traps. Okay, <laughs> no, they. But aren't. regardless, <laughs> what about uh, the guy at sea spending twenty hours after he falls off this thing? He, he says he, he he woke up that he was unconscious and he woke up in the water. That's the first uh, memory he has. He doesn't remember falling off or anything like that. But he, you know, he woke up and he's like, "Oh my god, I'm in the water!" And now what? Now what do I do? And you know, it's like, golly, I mean, that's a freaky thing. Now, I did look it up. I Googled it, and here I, I found some interesting uh, tips that if you were to fall over, uh, fall overboard, you know, what you should do if uh, your vessel you fell off of you, is nowhere in sight. I mean, if you were lucky enough to survive the fall, uh, but you find yourself floating, you know, endlessly in the sea, what, do you, what should you do? Uh, you know. So, I mean, if you, if you have pants, I guess you take them off and fill them full of air. That's kind of like a Boy Scout kind of thing, right? A tie off the legs and then try to use them as a buoyancy compensator kind of thing. Patrick, what do you think? You've heard that. Mm. Uh, that uh, Being your yeah, Eagle that's, Scout that's, self kind of guy. Yeah, that's that's correct. That's one of those things that you would do. But I think it's more productive that if you have set up your house to play a song so that when you fall into water, you can text your alarm system at your house that will alert everybody that you have fallen into the water. It's a special song yeah. that will annoy the living daylights out of anyone who's in your house, and they'll then know that you're in distress in the water because of this safety feature that you've set up on your smartphone. And if you think God, that's a stretch, we did a story about Months a guy ago. who did that very thing. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, that's a, you know that's part of your float plan. But if you're not prepared <laughs> no, for anything not. like that, don't do that. Do not do that. Well, that's what his thing was. He set it up as his float plan. He's a moron. Well, hey, it's something. <laughs> it but worked, uh, but though, what, if it? you fall in the water, what should you do? And and you know, well, obviously you don't drink the seawater because it'll make you sick. But uh, you know, they say if you have anything uh, clothes-wise that'll hold water, float it on the top and try to collect rainwater so you have something to drink. <laughs> Which well, is, well, they tell you stick to stick with beer. All your clothes, beer, but I would exactly. think if it gets too waterlogged, it uh, it might drag you down. Okay, can well, can we can we get off this? All right, we, food. For, uh, if okay. you need food, look for floating debris because uh, fish 
could be under the floating debris. <laughs> or you know, anything like that a, the ship dumped while it left you behind. Yeah, that cruise ship just emptied its waste tank. <laughs> well, this, <laughs> this guy was not gnawing was on bamboo. <laughs> Did you hear? In the interview, the guy said he was gnawing on bamboo to get some sustenance. Uh, sustenance? Yeah, that. Bamboo in the middle of the Gulf? Yeah, he said he, he found a piece of bamboo and started chewing on it and it gave Man, him that some Gilligan. The, that's where they found all the voting machines, too. Oh. That, that, that's that's from Gilligan's Island or something. Yeah. Yeah. One, of, his, One of the things on uh, Google it says, too, is uh, relax, try not to panic, and <laughs> look for familiar shapes in the clouds to ease boredom. And that also <laughs> help you, you know, keep an eye out for planes and things. So, um, you know, these are, I mean, it's something. I mean, I never really thought about this, you know? Because, because you're a rational human being. And you've spent enough time on boats and on that, not cruise ships per se, but you've spent enough time on boats, dive charters and things like that. And you're aware of the safety precautions that are taken. And you're, you haven't fallen from like coming off of a 19 story building and impacting the water and lose consciousness and drown. So in a recreational sense, if I'm on a, my own personal boat or I'm on a friend's boat, Mike told the story, of course, about his dad, how they thought they lost him, but they didn't. Because he went down in the cabin, he was sleeping, but they thought he was gone. Because hey, where'd Dad go? I don't know. He went somewhere. <laughs> right. Yeah. But you know, the fact of the matter is, I think most of us in this group right here, and those that are listening, if certainly you're out on the boat by yourself, you're taken into a, you you've taken precautions to keep things like that from happening. You're transiting. I've told this when I, I'm moving boats by myself, boats and yachts. I have precautions that I take. Okay, safety lanyard is one. PFD is another one because God forbid something happens, I go in the water. And you don't panic. That's another one, too. All right, more coming up. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Posting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available 
as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast here you go man merry christmas What's the matter with him? The jingle bells got him. They're jingling all the way. Look at that. What fun it is. This is the world of boating. Look at that. Greg, your first mate, Barry the boater, Captain Patrick, Mike the mariner, rounding out the crew for this uh, holiday season. We got a bunch of crazy uh, music like that to play for everybody uh, for the season. And uh, we apologize in advance because it's it's only going to get worse as the season uh, progresses. All right. So if you fall overboard, whether it's off a cruise ship, your own boat, you know, don't panic. Look at the clouds. Uh, you know that'll help you pass the pass the time. Uh, I, you know, they found this guy by the way after twenty hours uh, floating in the sea after he fell off the cruise ship, and he uh, he was naked. He'd taken off all his clothes, and I guess that was the. I, I think I heard him say that was the first thing. He said to his rescuer from the Coast Guard, hey, dude, I'm uh, naked. He's like, so don't worry about it. Just get in the basket or hold on to this. <laughs> I was like, would that be the yeah. first thing you'd say to your rescuer? Hey, uh, by the way, I'm this? naked. No. I have a solution when, next time you go cruising. Okay, what, uh, Barry? I, I'm going to start this uh, new thing. It's called uh, Barry's. Hard tack, emergency hard tack ration. <laughs> Everyone should carry one of these when they go on a cruise, and uh, it'll be zipped up in a Ziploc bag. And here I and thought if it you was all over. You could chew on that. I this thought it was Barry's pet rock. Kind of, and the, the, the great thing is, rock. yeah. The great thing is, you can also they double as ballast and uh-huh. Christmas ornaments. Right. Okay. Well, there you go. So uh, hard tack, yeah, the pirates' uh, food of choice. Uh, maybe just uh, you know, people think it's like a pet rock. I guess you could pull that off well, in your pocket. That, there, lucky rock. That you know? one is, yeah, that one's from two thousand eight. It's still in its uh, Ziploc bag. I'll be glad to send you one, mm-hmm. and uh, you can gnaw on it with your gums. Okay, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. All right. Oh, so, of the year. Oh, of the year. Yeah, that's what we're going for oh, next. Yeah. Okay. We told oh, people how to survive if they're lost at sea. Now, let's say they can maintain their presence on their vessel, and they want a new one. What would be the best one to get this year? According to Boating Magazine, they've narrowed it down to, what, five or so? How many do we have, Patrick? Five. Okay. So, uh, first off, do you agree with their list of these five boats, Patrick? I do not. Shocker. Yeah, that is surprising to hear, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Well, as as Patrick names each one, I'll show a picture of it. Okay. Which you can watch on uh, Facebook. Yeah. YouTube. And these are all on the World of Boating Twitch. Facebook page. They're on the World of Boating uh, website. So if you haven't checked us out, if we're not in your web browser as your go-to boating source, do it. Do it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. First up, the Malibu Wake Setter 21LX. All right. Uh, 
Second up is the Tega Orca PWC. Oh, oh you're going faster than me. Yeah, really. Well, because we, I know we got limited time, and we want to talk a lot about these. Okay. There we go. Uh, so this is a personal watercraft, like a jet ski, electric-powered. It's, it's the world's first electric-powered PWC. Okay. All right. Okay. That's kind of cool. Uh, up after that is the Scarab 285, which, of course, is a jet boat. This is offering 600 horsepower. Nice. Um, up after that. I can't believe this thing made the list. <laughs> I can't really? believe it either. I saw holy, this. I started holy laughing. Holy crap! The Sea Dew Switch, which uh, is a which is the transformer type pontoon boat. Right. Yeah, oh, it's made by Lego. Yeah, it's pretty much. By- well, after Barry and I went on one last year <laughs> or earlier this year at Miami. Yeah. Um, and the last one is the Solus 415 CS. Which um, I've got some concerns about that boat, uh, and and here's my thing, Greg. Mm-hmm. They they boating magazine said they they reviewed like hundreds, uh, nearly two, uh, however many it was, hundreds of boats uh, this year that they've tested, and these are the five. And I have never been so underwhelmed by boating magazine selections because I'm not seeing. There's one. There's one in that list. That's intriguing. I don't think it's going to win, but I think it, it would be the one that I would pick. But I just don't see anything there that was like, wow, Re- like really anything that kind of grabbed me and said, that is worthy of boat of the year, unlike what we had the last two years, which last year Barry won. The year before that, I think there was, we were multiple, weren't we, on the two year? So this has become a tradition. So, uh, Barry, since you won last year. Right. You get to pick last. Oh, thanks. Okay. That's okay. okay. I, I'll pick this. If you happen to pick my favorite, then uh, you just think like me. That's all. All right. There we go. So um, let's start off with Greg. Greg, you got one? Mm, it's a toss-up. I like the electric personal watercraft idea. Uh, but um, uh, what was the the first one again? Was The Malibu the, Wake Setter 21LX. Yeah, that one was pretty nice. I, but I like it. would probably be between that one and the Scarab. Uh, because the Scarab was well. Now just you're down to three. You got the PWC, the Scarab. <laughs> well, I'm just I'm telling you what I'm thinking. He doesn't understand I'm, the rules here, does he? No, I do. But I'll well, tell he, you the problem. He's, he's, it, w- the problem with this is that they're they're such different vessels. Right. I mean, you know, it, it's kind of hard to say this is the boat of the year, especially right. when it's a personal watercraft. <laughs> I don't really get how the jet ski jet ski thing kind of made it in, made it mm-hmm. in there because I, that's. Well, I don't consider that a boat, but I do think it's cool. Okay, yeah, but but Greg Greg has picked three (laughs) (laughs) best boat of the year. So moving on to Mike. Yeah, all right. Um, I'm really interested in the Solus 415. Ah, really? The last one? I love it. No, it's really cool because here's here's the thing. They're they're maximizing. Diesel technology, which I'm a big fan of. Ah, that's what and, it was. And and this this design also incorporates the ability to add an electric motor into the drive system as a as a backup motor or a trolling motor to turn the boat essentially into a hybrid. But you're not married to the batteries. Um, I'm 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 not I'm not there yet. Full electric. Uh, my brain just can't take me there. But this is a great compromise, and it's a boat that you can do a lot with. Well, here's why I think it won't win because they won three years ago for the Solace when they came out. That one that's got that transom, 
between the two outboard engines extension. Yes, for, I remember so that. I don't think they're going to win because they already won. And the only issue that I have with this boat is that platform, as that picture showing that boat at idle, is so close to the water that I couldn't imagine that boat getting up on top, how that thing is not dragging um, unless they've got some incredible lift planing technology. That's a concern on those big extended platforms like that. That one is really, really close. Yeah, um, well, it could have some buoyancy below it. Um, it could. You know, and, and, uh, and it's diesel, so he's certainly not going to have problems uh, with torque. Nope. Getting up and running. So, um, All right. I don't know. Uh, really cool boat. I, I I don't disagree. Uh, my pick is the electric sea uh, The uh, not sea The electric uh, jet ski. But it's not a boat. It's a watercraft, Greg. All right. Do not do not <laughs> do not go against the power of boating magazine. They are all knowing. I am, um, I am going to submit a uh, objection uh, due to uh, weird criteria that they've come up with for this and we'll discuss it some more next on the world of boating you're listening to the world of boating radio network traffic sucks unless you're scuba diving with mike scott mike glanced down at his dive computer it showed less than 50 psi left in his tank probably just a few more breaths or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase one bullet hit the jeep's windshield spider webbing the passenger side Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast what do you get the person who has everything already huh i can only think of one thing a friggin' yacht! Oh. So we can have parties on there? Well, it's gonna be kinda hard to do that after I do this. Oh. Oh. The fairy's red oh. Ho, 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 ho! <laughs> Wait, where are you guys going? I saw three ships come sailing in our Christmas day, our Christmas day. This is the world of boating, Greg, your first mate. Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the uh, crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information and talk about the top five finalists for Boat of the Year, according to Boating Magazine. Do we agree with them? Uh, Not necessarily, but here's the five we have to work with. An electric personal watercraft that Patrick thinks is the best. Uh... Mike the Mariner believes it's a, what was the uh, name of that diesel vessel again? What uh, What's the, the model? The uh, 
The Solus 415. Okay, and that's a diesel-powered uh, yacht. Diesel hybrid. Yatchet. Diesel and can be a hybrid. I like it. Uh, I'm I'm leaning towards the Scarab, I think, just because I think it was uh, more powerful than the other one. And uh, so we've done our three. And Barry, uh, he won the you know the best boat uh, winner for last year. He picked it. And uh, so, what is your final pick there, Barry? What do you think? I, I think I think Mike and I are both going to win this year. I believe it is also the Solus. Interesting. Now, I I did have one issue, and I agree with with Patrick about that rear deck. Um, I was looking as man, that's great for diving or doing anything else. But I keep thinking about waves, you know, hitting the transom. There is no transom. Yeah. Lays flat uh, but, on the water, yeah. But there's a lot of a lot going for this boat that you don't see in this picture. If you look carefully at those, just remember where those seats are back there, mm-hmm. and you notice that the um, cabin in that area is enclosed for inclement weather. Okay, all right, yeah. So I I brought up some more pictures. Well, it's an hold, all, hold on, hold on. No, well, no, let him go. Please. Let him go. Go ahead. Wait, uh, Get his that, point that, across. That, what is it, uh, Barry? Wait. Okay. Go ahead, Patrick. Go. That that helm station is not enclosed. Semi enclosed. It, it, it's semi enclosed. All right, go it's ahead, uh, Barry. Better what? than than me. But and what you was your other you point? You can enclose it with Isinglass. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, there. So it it's got an all glass cockpit. Yeah. All the latest electronics. I know uh, Patrick's been interested in these. All right. And uh, it's nice. The bow. It is a bow rider, and the way they put these seats in, it's going to be hard to lose your passengers because they're really sunken in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it is a bow rider. Okay. Now, so remember that like seat the, in the back the that, that looked like a nice, uh, that's where the engines are located. Look at these two beautiful diesels, and that cover lifts right up for easy access to the engines. So the uh, engine cover is the seats that are on the back it's of the, the transom? seats on the back of the, tr- yeah, by the, you know, yeah. in front of the transom. Right. But okay. if you look back at the other picture, you could see that it looks like So you like just like those. the layout of the whole thing. The la- and it also has a cabin. Okay. Yeah. There's actually a cabin inside there. So it isn't, you know, it's not just a day boat. It's a boat you can go over to the islands with. It's got, it carries 444 gallons of fuel. Hmm. Easily go over to Bimini and back without a problem. Mm-hmm. Probably right. go to the Grand Bahamas at this point. Um, it is diesel. So it's not going to be speedy like your 600 horsepower scarab. And it's not going to be as bouncy as, uh, Patrick's little, um, sea or not sea do, but, uh, your personal watercraft. It's uh, definitely more of a traditionally, uh, you know, layout for a boat. I would say yes. just when you look at it, first glance isn't going to go like, "Oh, well, what the hell was that?" It looks very well, boat like, very it typical boat style, ex- except for the transom. Okay, um, there is no transom, and I keep thinking, you know, you talk about rogue waves. You're sitting out at anchor, and all of a sudden, this big wave comes up your stern, and it just kind of swamps it. But I'm sure. Somewhere along the way, they've got this thing sealed up tight so it doesn't just sink. Ah! Well, <laughs> you would and, hope. And, and to the and to that point, yeah, I'm hoping because when I saw the way that that you get access to the engines, I'm going to assume that the there's a larger engine hatch there. It's a modular piece that can be removed because your access to the engines for basically for checking your basic, uh, you know, oil and things like that, great. But for getting in there and actually doing any type of work, no. But to your point, with that open transom, even with the doors back there, which are required uh, to have for safety, so that you know the only way you're going to fall overboard on that boat is to climb over the door. Obviously, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Craig. Um, 
<laughs> it could happen. But we already covered that base. Yeah. We told yeah. them what to do if they fall overboard and get stranded at sea. They now, but, now our passengers know. Okay. But, but the as low an opening as it is to those engines, I would be concerned about water coming into that cockpit, which I'm sure is self-bailing. But I see the tendency for that water to defeat the height of that engine access and what that means for exposure to the elements. You need to stay on top of your maintenance, especially the salt corrosion on a boat with a setup like that, just because of where those engines are located, where they are in relation to the height of the water um, and water with potential to come into that cockpit. Um, come, you know, whether it's wake wash as you're coming off the plane, because that boat will get up and move. And I think you're burning like about 1.25 miles per gallon at about 41 miles an hour. So you've got great range, but the center helm market is saturated at this point. And you really got to have something that is, for me, that nobody has done yet to really kind of take over. And I just didn't see it in that boat. Not saying it's not a nice boat. But they did win a few years ago, so I think that uh, that'll put them out of the What's money. turning heads uh, so much on this uh, vessel? Is it, is it the diesel hybrid technology that's built into it? or is, is that what sets it apart, or is it the layout? Because the layout looks pretty traditional to me. It doesn't look anything super special as far there, as how it's laid out, do you well, think? Well, I mean, how many different ways can you lay out a boat? Well, exactly. It, it, it is, but it, it would be interesting if that deck on the on the on the aft end actually fold it up if it had some motors to fold it up well okay so, i get that, so that way you wouldn't you wouldn't just walk off the boat and end up in the ocean well right somewhere. but patrick answer my question about that though. yes sir what well, is it the hybrid diesel technology is why it's creating such a buzz and got to this level again this year or what, I feel what like do you I'm think cross examined um no i don't i don't think i don't think again you know as we get into the diesel the hybrid the electric power power bank systems things like that these are all going to be really kind of becoming commonplace, digital switching, everything like that. I, I think it's probably more a boat in that size range uh, for somebody who wants to go out and do, whether it's uh, go out and fish or you want to go out and cruise. You do have some performance characteristics there that are pretty nice uh, for a boat that size. So I think performance end of things, You've, you've got a nice uh, package there. Again, for me, uh, if I'm looking at a boat that size and I'm looking at a center helm, I'm probably really opting for outboards at that point just because of the maintenance aspect, the ability to trim them up out of the water and not well, have wait, to worry about. This, yeah, Mike, this is what? A jack drive. This, is, this is a jack drive, though, isn't it? So it no. So it, it, no, it's it, says, a, it's, it says it's a Volvo Penta's Aquamatic Diesel. Whatever it's a, it's a jack shaft, yeah. So it's got an outdrive. Hmm. Okay. Well, so it has it, a, so it has a drive shaft going to an outdrive, so you can trim it. There you yeah, go. I, I, don't know. I, it just, it I didn't. Just, I didn't say you. I didn't say you couldn't. What I what I was talking about is outboards is the ability to trim outboards completely up out of the water, and um, not have to yeah. worry about the maintenance aspect of that versus something like this where you still have things going through the transom maintenance that that boat's going to have to be hauled every year and things checked. And I thought the industry as a whole was was starting to move kind of more away from that, where we've really seen on the industry side of things, traditional IO manufacturers, Volvo Penta, Mercruiser, losing market share on boats like this 
to the outboard manufacturers. Now for Mercury, it doesn't matter a whole lot because for Mercruiser, because they've got Mercury, you know, they're all they're all part of the Brunswick. Um for Volvo Penta, who opted to get out of outboards after buying Seven Marine, uh, it, it's really it's really taking a bite out of their market share. Okay, well that sounds good. We got more coming up on this and then some on the world of boating. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast i think it's important that all the children out there believe in the magic of satan <laughs> That's, uh, that's Santa. Typo. Santa got a sunburn, Santa got a sunburn, that's why he's all red. He took off his suit and his big black boots and even the cap on his head. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew. Happy holidays to you. Remember, give the gift of boating. That's the uh, gift that keeps on giving. Uh, perfect size. Right color every single time. Uh, boating course. Uh, just take them out on a ride on your vessel. It'll or, change your life. Or Patrick, what? Or, or a free subscription to World of Boating. Okay, there you go. Yeah, tell them it costs millions, which, you know, technically it kind of does. Listen, just the production value you put into this free. show, I would never believe that. But <laughs> Well, thank you, I think. Uh, anyway... <clears throat> Care to clarify why you picked the personal watercraft as the uh, best boat of the year, Patrick? Because that was your pick. For me, I think for a consumer standpoint, I think as everything, we're seeing that transition more and more to electric. This is the world's first. Okay, It's the first electric PWC. And I think that alone, the fact that you had a company out there that managed to figure out how to make this work on a PWC, personal watercraft, jet ski type vessel, is in of itself worthy of getting that award. Because none of these other boats is like, this is the first one. They're all you, It's all technology that's out there. There's nothing on these other boats that was really like, wow, that's great. Like, nobody's done that yet. This is the very first one. And I think this opens up that whole segment moving forward to more electric electrification of that type of market and the fact that it's a carbon fiber construction i think is i would imagine yeah but i think that's that's noteworthy because we're not doing stuff out of plastics um stamping molds out nothing against sea um, and uh, a couple of their models that are heavily, heavily, heavily uh, done that way. So we've got a, a vessel there that's not going to be cheaply made. It's being made for the long haul, and I think that it's going to maybe interest some people that would like to do that type of activity, especially in the backwaters, 
you know, we're not talking about people who go out and want to spin around in 360s and wave jump. We're talking about people who use a PWC like that to get back into these some some of these areas that you can't access unless you're in a canoe or a kayak or a paddleboard, something like that, and not harm the environment. You're not putting anything out there contaminant-wise hmm. as you get back into these areas. I, I really like it. It's innovative. It's new. I'm excited by it. Who makes it? That. What's the brand? That's Tega. T-A-I-G-A. And what's the price tag, Barry? Do we know what they they think they're uh, going to be asking for this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was just go ahead. I was well, just going to say I was. I, I just found it. They start. Uh, they're starting at uh, seventeen four ninety. Seventeen thousand four ninety. Not which, bad. I, that is not bad. That's that. I was actually pleasantly surprised by. Well, that. no, no, no. Wait a minute. I have it here. It says uh, twenty six thousand five hundred. Well, Wait they start at sure. seventeen four ninety, and then you add options, or you upgrade to a different battery, like a battery. You, you, Here's you, an you option. Get, you get <laughs> you, you have to get a trailer with a cross member, Barry. That's five grand right there. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell me about that. <laughs> but uh, a pretty well equipped, uh, you know, uh, gas powered PWC is, is around the ten to twelve grand range, isn't it? And a little the, tiny, a Sea Spark, maybe. Well, how big is this one? Is this one a big one, like a big wave this runner? This is type a of? Nine, nine foot six inches. Beam is three foot nine inches. Um, it weighs seven hundred thirty-eight pounds. Uh, it has a range of twenty-eight miles and storage. Essentially, capacity. a two-seater. Yeah. See, that's that right there is the huge limitation: twenty-eight yeah. miles. That's nothing. But so, but on a, so, but on a PWC, Mike, most people aren't going out and, no, and they, doing they twenty-eight go out for, uh, they, yeah. They're going to go out, they're going to cruise around, they want to have fun for an hour, you know, and come back in. And that's the same thing that we found with the the wakeboard boats, uh, the Ingenity from Correct Craft, where, yeah, you're going to go out. Most people, after an hour, you're done because your arms can't take anymore, your legs are getting out. Okay, so there is a group of of, uh, PWC riders that will ride that way but on the st john's river i see groups and i mean large numbers of groups that go from sanford to silver glen and Mm -hmm. back or from the land to silver glen and back and that's way more than 28 miles they're even carrying extra gas tanks on their on their um, but but this 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 particular vessel this is the beginning that's why i'm excited so all all they're going to be able to do from here going forward is create better product in this type of market, this segment with increased range. But you got to start somewhere, right? Right. But uh, I'll just make this point: from here to the restaurant that I go to on a regular basis is uh, twelve miles uh, each way. Okay, so um, that's twenty-four so, miles. So, 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 so that one trip would be at the ragged edge of this boat's performance envelope and it's a one hour trip up up and back yeah no 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 well 40 minutes on this thing the the top speed on this thing is 65 miles an hour which is scary on a nine foot boat (laughs) yeah yeah but i i just i i I think before i could throw my my support behind this as boat of the year they would have to severely increase their their battery yeah capacity I, i'm with mike on I this that's a big limit but i'll, I'll tell you i you go are. back to the uh, initial uh <laughs> question i had about it it's not a boat i don't see how it makes the the list honestly it's a personal watercraft i look at that as a totally different category i mean you can only take one other person with you really maybe two if you're you're taking kids or it's, something it's it's a hey mike boat. yeah mike yeah. mike your your little chase boat that you have is that considered a boat 
It is considered a boat. How yeah, many it, people it has, can you it, take on it? Two, two people. Oh, my God. <laughs> they don't call yeah. it a personal watercraft, though. They call it a boat. It's more of a traditional boat. This is really yeah. isn't that, like that, a that, traditional it, boat. It has it's navigation too, it's lights. Too, uh, it's two it's, pontoons with a cross member. What are you kidding me? It's, no, it's a I little am. bit more than that. But It's a it's, boat, uh, though. It's more of a yeah, traditional but, type boat. A personal watercraft The PWC looks more like a boat than Mike's... Uh, Mike's uh, the, the, Incorrect. The, uh, looks more, the Mike's boat crowd, looks more like a pontoon type vessel. Do, do they all yeah. require... Uh, uh, Coast Guard numbers, or or you know, yes, they do. yes, they do. Therefore, they are yeah. a boat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I, I don't yeah, know. But if... even the Cricket has uh, the Coast Guard, uh, you know, the navigation lights and and, and everything. So. Yeah. Okay. But so you guys don't see my uh, question about this. You don't think that's valid? That it doesn't really count? Shouldn't be in the same category as boat of the year? Should be no. personal watercraft of the year? Oh, stop it! What? I'm serious. <laughs> You also be. said people can trip and fall off of cruise ships. Yeah, they, they did it twice uh, this week, so oh, it, it happens. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, Mike, uh, what do you think? I mean, these two numbskulls don't he agree with answered. me. Do you You're think trying it, to get them to go you, against us? No, I'm, I'm asking them. Do you think it should be in the same category as boat of the year? Uh, the personal watercraft. It's too different than I, the other four. I think. In that I regard. think, in my opinion. I would like to see a personal watercraft category. Year category. Yeah. Because I think it, I, I do, I do enjoy them. I, I ride them every once in a while. I have friends mm-hmm. that have a couple of them and they are fun. Yep. And the innovation on, on, on that particular category has really just blossomed over the last several years with propulsion and, yeah. and various technologies to, to increase speed and efficiency and, and, and all that. So I, look, I, I think they picked the right uh, personal watercraft to, to, you know, call it vessel of the year. But if that was out of there is uh, of the other four, is there one you would pick uh, Patrick or no, you got 10 seconds to tell us. No. Okay. There's, there's, I, I am. I, 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 like I said, I was pretty well underwhelmed. For all the boats that came out this year, all the new boats, there are ones. And here, here's something if you guys want to do before the end of the year. I said 10 seconds. Re- review what came out this past year and give me your, give us your pick for boat of the year. Your own personal, any new boat for this past year, what you think is worthy. Okay, and on that note, remember, whether it's sail or motor, life, life is, is better, better, better as a motor. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.